0: On this week's nonsensical podcast, and then I, I basically came back and I started driving Uber. So I bought a, I got, I got an Uber. I think I never told this story.
1: Maybe we've pick- pickled ourselves with like soju from the <laughs> the Soju's The key that is
2: yeah. it. You're a soju guy. Soju right?
0: and on Moved to New York in '97, trying to find myself.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? Yeah.
1: This
2: is Welcome to another week of Nonsensible. We're almost at a year.
1: Almost there. Almost.
2: Almost a year.
1: Yeah. With Sam. Saul. And today's special guest.
2: David. Where's the other
1: David? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's the other David?
1: I don't know. I
2: never call him David. <laughs> Do you call him David? No. Dave like-
0: the Dolphin Shoe Fiend. They yeah. <laughs> the dope being
2: shooting dope who don't know the meaning of water nor soap. There you go. Uh I've never called him David. It seems like the kind of thing they would piss him off violently. <laughs> violently. Did you just call me David? David. Yeah, David. He, he wouldn't like that. The you know da- Dave you know Dave?
0: Yeah, I met him for a few times. So I played basketball with him. Ah, yeah. Good guy, good guy. Workaholic.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Workaholic. Yeah. That guy is indeed He yeah. works
2: his cute little buns off that Dave. Are they
1: oh, cute, David. are they? Are they cute? <laughs> I haven't confirmed it. Why do you have the fanny pack still on?
2: I was thinking you'd never ask. He's ready. This is a scar removal thing. Because I got cut playing basketball, and this just won't go away.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, 30 bucks for that silicone scar removal. Got it in Shin Don Yun. Okay. Sunglasses.
1: Yep. Got to have pretty those. cool
2: sunglasses. Oh, those nice. My friend, my friend makes these. A company called BVH. Shout out Looking
1: good. Throwing out the uh yeah, the plug there.
2: Um, I got this at uh, a hotel.
1: Uh huh. It's a toothpaste. Sanitizer. Uh,
2: We've got lotion.
1: No, no, no. I understand that, but why do you still have it on? Oh, I guess I could take it off. Yeah. My uh, friends
2: got it for me for my birthday. I was just saying. So I thinking... wanted to wrap some birthday stuff.
1: Okay. I was yeah. just thinking in the middle of the podcast, it's not take really it necessary.
2: It's like wearing your shoes inside. It makes people think I'm about to leave. Well, it's just it's kind of nonsensical. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? It's just nonsensical. Hey We
1: are in the right place, though. Yeah. Why? If If you're gonna do it anywhere, do it here. Do it here. Today, I was
2: leaving the house and I forgot to put. I, I wanted to put money in it, so if someone asked me why I had it, I could be like, "And I got racks and racks in here, but I didn't feel like walking back up the stairs." When I remembered, I forgot
1: money. People would think you're a loan shark. Yeah, you got like the, the loan shark bag. Yeah, a lot of the you you see the Korean. Men that carry around like the little man bags. Mm-hmm. A lot of them they call them the the like ilsu. Like
2: Louis the time. They carry them
1: like this too. What are yeah. they? What are, <laughs> yeah. what are they in those sh- things? Loads of cash. That's what ilsu in Korean is like it's it means like daily interest. Wow. So it's like the You lo- this? No. I didn't know this? No. It's the loan shark bag. So it's for a, a lot of the the gangsters used to carry around those little bags under their their like Wow. Under their arm. Now it's just and really it was handsome filled, guys filled with cash.
2: Why are they… But now just the. Fa- it's
1: like fashionable. But now it's fashionable, but back in the day it was like, and they'd pull out a wad of cash and they'd loan it to you, and they'd be like, okay, now it's like you know, all the interest is daily interest, and it'll cost you like you know, for a thousand dollars, it's like a hundred dollars a day, kind of interest on top of it, compound, oh, yeah. Pound. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> if you don't pay it back, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll kneecap you as lo- uh, as well. I
2: thought it was just thing. for like a really thin computer.
1: Uh, that's what it's that's what the college students are doing. Mm. Yeah.
2: Why do you think that people give guys such a hard time, David, about carrying a fing bag?
0: Uh depends how you carry it.
2: Yeah. But I'm saying, what's the problem? Every time I take out a bag, I'm like, this is why women always have bags. I want a bag. Well, there's masculine
0: and feminine things out there. Yeah. Right. And so there's these little bags that look like what would be a woman's clutch that are just yeah. a little bit bigger. With a zipper. Well that's not… No that's cool. This is cool? Because it's sporty. Now that's if it was… That's fine.
2: The... Last thing I wanted to tell you that I have in this bag… Is I these coupons. For cool. Nudungji Tongtak.
1: Congratulations.
2: I really like Nudungji Tongtak. I go so much that I got all these.
1: Great. I actually have a, a place in my neighborhood that does it very Well not in my neighborhood. Kind of… I know a very good place that does it. That I go to on the regular. I love this. It's in a tent. And they make Ooh. it in a, the back of a car.
2: What's your favorite restaurant in Itaewon, David?
0: In Itaewon, right now, it's got to be the spot I don't know the name of. The all you can eat on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, that's Gogitjib. Go Gogitjib, yeah. yeah. Right now. Wow. Right now. Gogit.
2: Go yeah, right. There's go like get a it? at the end of that, right?
1: <laughs> well, it is Gogi.
2: But yeah. it says Gogitjib, <clears throat> right?
1: Yeah, but that's just a, a Why does it technicality. Do that? Just,
2: we, we just found out that your wife owned one of those?
1: Well, she was kind of the HBC Chip In HBC the original. She was like one of the original, the original partners in that. So yeah. That's cool. And that That's was great. actually… I was actually the person that named that restaurant and… Gogit? The HBC Gogi. Mm. Yeah. And set up the, um, the logo for it and did a lot of the… Creative? Yeah. Creative side of it. I used to
2: to eat there all the time. Because
1: if you just named it Goggyjip. Like just like… Meat house. You can't copyright it. Because…
2: Is that why you put the
1: Pachim? No that's why we put HBC in front of it. Uh. Because yeah. that HBC signifies that there's something specific about it that differentiates it. Because you can have a goggy chip any, anywhere in the country. You can have
2: a meat house anywhere yeah, in the world. Yeah. You can't,
1: you can't define and say, this is ours and nobody else can have it. Yeah. But HBC, we could, we could put a stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I missed having it there. But we got the favorite uh, coffee house there. Uh, La Chienne Blanc.
2: Yes. Now now
1: it's a, a bakery and cafe. There's another… Cafe. The, uh, the, le Café? Le cafe? Is that still there? Like, I there? still there. So, that, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. there last week. And then you've got the Moroccan, Moroccan he's sandwich a sweet guy price. too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wahid is killing it with, with that place and also his other new place, mm-hmm. Morococo.
1: Smashing
0: it. Yeah, the it's huge. Is It's insane. Yeah. He still has the best wine at the best
1: price. Yeah. Yukchanong.
2: And the best beard in the whole neighborhood. That's right. Oh, I thought you All said
1: effect. the fact. Best beer. Oh, well, he's probably got a good beard too. No. I was say, is to Bunny's is still doing a killing? Things, so, oh yeah. yeah, still got lines out the door. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Malcolm always seems to have pretty good selection of beer in there. Yeah, yeah. I always see Malcolm. Is that Malcolm with the blonde hair? Yeah, yeah. He's always yeah. running. Yeah, yeah. always running or riding. He's. <laughs> I just drove by there the other day. He's riding his bike.
2: For for people who have never visited our little neighborhood, yeah, Bonnie's is is one of those places that just every day there's there are like thirty people waiting outside yeah. in line. Yeah, and Malcolm is constantly running from the first floor to the basement, and he's just jacked. Just constantly and moving,
0: never wears a jacket in wintertime, always
1: wear a t-shirt yeah yeah no, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a very very fit fellow, yeah very very fit out, for sure
2: he's got a really cute kid well oh, was this is the hBC special
1: ah well it, they've, we've all got history with hBC yeah. we've all got a bit of history before we do go on with the podcast because we can keep going on like this forever and ever and ever we haven't really suitably introduce david yeah for we're going to have some listeners and viewers out there who mm. may not know who david is yeah um if they don't know they need to know if they don't know yeah them ask <laughs> well, well. somebody i'm sick and tired of people not knowing <laughs> oh david mckinnis there's not that many of you left <laughs> well 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 we do have an international audience here okay so there are oh, some people. Does out he there. not look
2: like an international man of
1: mystery? Nobody he, knows who I am. He does. <laughs> do he does look like an international man of mystery. Now, um, uh,
2: you know. I'll, okay, before he introduces himself, I want to say the first time I saw David, I knew he had to be an actor. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like he was uh, designed on, to be come an on. actor.
0: We met. We met over at the GS twenty five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> over beers. We met at the GS twenty five. Yo, on the way to. Um, the pocket, pocket bar, uh,
2: right? Oh, with the twins,
0: or not the no, twins? Not the twins, but the the the, the Robbie uh, and the Sandrins.
2: Oh, with Robbie and Bobby. Yeah, Robbie and Bobby. Also, two people they who like look tweens. similar who don't actually yeah. aren't twins. They're not twins. But I thought I, I met been. you with the Sandrin brothers, or I thought I met you at the oh, that old like, pojang Macha that is closed now. That was on the end of that little alley in Gangneung. I was with a couple girls who were like, holy. That's David McGinnis.
0: Oh yeah that's right. We met there but we finally… Was, 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 like talking and stuff like that by the GS25. Oh okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah we had a few beers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Beers at the GS25.
2: Oh yeah. Gotta do it. But you can't do that anymore.
1: Who was the… What was the… How did you break the ice? I think we were… I don't know. Just,
2: just around the neighborhood…
1: There was somebody else that broke the ice for you? Or was it just like… Hey you seem like a cool guy. Let's I think it's,
0: it's impact. Well, we were all there. I think it was more like get a beer and go over the pocket to pocket back and forth. We were back and forth. And we
2: just got so many mutual friends. Yeah. And stuff. You're friends yeah. with the Sandrins. I've, uh, I've yeah, yeah. I've known the Sandrins uh-huh. for a long time. Uh-huh. And Robbie and Bobby, he yeah. knows them. And-, and then I saw you online you rapping. Only, you only.
0: Ah, this- really? I was like blown away. Oh, I was like, cool. who is this? This is crazy. No. Oh, yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really like your music. Thanks. Yeah, right? it's cool. Yeah. You only the
2: Sandrins? I've known the Sandrans for like 10 years. Really? Yeah. I, I met them in Boondang when I first moved to Korea. Yeah. I wanted to ask them to be on the show one day.
0: Oh, so, they should come on. They're great.
2: Yeah. They would be awesome. But yeah, I just met them randomly at like a… a, a I think Pub 210 in Boondang. Well, like Pub 10 years ago when I first moved here. Pub That's, 210. Uh, that rings uh, a bell. Uh, and it was comedic that. how much larger they were than me. The Sandrans are, are big Korean-American basketball players out yeah. here. You'd, you'd like
1: come up to their ankles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Teeny teeny boy I am. Indeed. Indeed. Right. But you can still take him to the hoop?
2: I can still hoop a little bit. I'd rather throw him an alley <laughs> I'd rather throw him an alley hoop though. <laughs>
1: All
2: right, let's let him introduce himself now, My, right? What?
1: Yeah. Me? Yeah.
2: Tell us about no, what no, do you call yourself? There's
1: no one better to introduce themselves really. than themselves. Huh. Yeah. All right. David? Yes. Dave. Mm-hmm.
0: From Wisconsin. Grew up in Hawaii too. Mm, moved out here. Officially moved here three years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. Been acting for a long time. Since 97. What else? Damn. What else? That's about it.
2: 1997.
0: That's about, yeah.
1: 1997 man. So, that's, so you're, you're, all
0: you do is act. Yeah. So… Uh, mm. Wisconsin dream.
1: Yeah Wisconsin. What Central uh, Wisconsin. So okay. Tell a bit about your family background. Half Korean, half German-Irish.
0: American, German, Irish. What's the Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Why Wisconsin? What? My dad was a uh,
1: military.
0: Yeah, he was stationed over here, mm-hmm. over at the, Yongsan. Yep. Yeah, met my mom in Taiwan. Uh, how, how? What year was this? Seventy. Seventy-one. That's Cool. Yeah. 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 And then, um, got married. They came back to Wisconsin. We lived in Green Bay Well I was born. Then we lived in Green Bay. There, uh, we, so
1: you were born in the States. Green Bay. But I can't imagine there are many Koreans in Wisconsin. No. That was, it was tough for my mom. Was I was going to say that must… Yeah. Well not just for your mother but also like growing up as half yeah. Korean yourself. Yeah. Like that must have been really difficult in the Midwest. Especially in somewhere like Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, one of the first generations. I think uh, I was there was nobody up there. Plus then we moved from Green Bay which was… You know… About 150,000-200,000 people. And I moved to Anigo, Wisconsin. Antigo's 9,000 people. Farmer town. My first job was gathering maple syrup. Second job was uh, grading potato, uh, potatoes in the field. So I did all that farm work. Because my dad had a tavern. In, um, about eight miles outside of town. So I never really lived by anybody. I was always in the country. So this is…
1: this is When you were still a teenager? Uh,
0: yeah. And then… But, you know, in between that, every summer I would go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Or then I would would go to school in Hawaii. Because my mom and dad split up when I was five. Then I'd go to Hawaii. And mom moved to Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went there. There's discrimination everywhere. You think… Hawaii, I got discriminated on there too. So, it's like… You can have it anywhere. And then I would go back and forth. And then I finally graduated high school in Hawaii. Yeah.
2: It was tough on you being a kid in Hawaii? Well,
0: you know what? I actually had a moment where I was… I thought… I was trying to fit in in Wisconsin. I try to be, uh, you know, got into sports, got into basketball because that actually saved me because it gave me sort of a little thing.
2: Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it was terrible though. It was the worst player every every year. But you you're
2: you're, huh? you're good now. I've I i do not
0: think. Bro, I, I had to play like three hours a day, three hours a day. I came home one day and I was like, Dad, 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 there's this game about basketball. I love it. It's great. I was in the sixth yeah. grade. Oh no, fifth grade. But I was terrible. Always last one picked. All that for four, almost well, four years until my freshman year, and then I started getting better.
2: Yeah, but because I've never played it. with you, but I've seen your stat line in our basketball league oh, a yeah? couple times. Be all right.
0: Oh yeah, wow.
2: you have dropped a twenty piece before, right?
0: I yeah, I had a good guy dishing me the ball. Yeah, <laughs> who was passing you the ball that day? That was the, that was that ex pro basketball player. What's his name? Uh, Rich, Rich.
2: Oh yeah. Oh man, he he'd be, be sick and- to have <laughs> on the podcast too. Yeah. That dude, Rich, was the first. I think the first Korean-American ever to be drafted in, for the KBL,
0: Yeah. Right? And he's… Insane. Richard Kim? Yeah. Kim, right? Uh, not not Kim. It's… Uh, Han. Richard oh,
1: Han. Richard no, Han. And he was, yeah. he was… He was, had like a… Um, he was involved with a, um, a, a basketball clinic school yeah, yeah, yeah. down here. Yeah. And he's yeah. still has,
2: teaching in LA.
1: Has he's going back to the no. States though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good guy. Dude, good that guy.
2: guy is like Korean Kyrie, man.
1: Yeah. He can do
0: anything.
2: He on can the handle… That guy is really sick. He was passing you the ball there? Yeah. That day? Yeah. Yeah. So you Neil. Know, that's… Yeah, that's great. I'm open. Yeah, wow. Because but, he's being double teamed. Yeah,
0: but that was a really competitive league that it's called Project Ball. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that was a good league, and you know, it was fun to get out there with those guys. They're all much younger. Yeah. I mean, they got I think that was two years ago. So I was 46, 45.
2: Oh, man. But I was I was happy
0: to be around with you guys.
2: You're 46.
0: Yeah. I'm 47 now, I think. Yeah, I'm 73, 47. An
2: inspiration to us all. Yeah, 47. Am I, I feel like everyone looks young for their age that I hang around. And sometimes I think it might be because we're in Korea and we're eating healthier. Than maybe some of my we're pick- American 46 and 47 year old friends. Or maybe it's just because I'm getting older. So pi-
1: Maybe we've pick- pickled ourselves with like soju. from
2: <laughs> <The>
1: Soju <laughs> is the key. That is
2: yeah. it. You're a soju, soju guy. Soju and right? Panchan. Yeah. And the kimchi. You're Irish and Korean. Yeah. You could probably yeah, put yeah. them away, right? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you what? know… Between the… Yeah. I was wondering yeah. if that was
2: going to be problematic to say, but… Yeah. No. Of, of, no course right? not. of course
0: not. Yeah. The soju… The whiskey can't do very well these days. Yeah. You can't do it. You get the red cheeks? Uh, uh, I only get red cheeks when I've been drinking too much. And it's my body saying, You need… This, you're done.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, you get the flush face. And
2: I'm like, what the… F-? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. happened to me one time. I, got, <clears throat> I think the only one time I got real alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. This girl invited me over to spend spend the, time? the Christmas the holiday with her family. You're no, with her to family. Her. No, I, her yeah. father was impressed, and her mother was impressed by how much soju I could drink. Oh, she's and the, Korean. And yeah, and the mom made a joke about how I could outdrink the dad,
1: uh-huh. and the dad uh-huh. did not like that. Yeah.
2: So he went to he's like, the, it's
1: unlike Donkey Kong yeah. now. He
2: went to the other room and brought out some baijiu. Oh yeah. And baijiu is like Cruel. Chinese soju. It's like but it's like twice as much uh, alcohol. That's ball. deadly. And I'll be honest, I put him to bed with the baijiu too. I had just I had just you know, got back from China uh-huh. on I was I did like that thirty concerts yeah. in China. So I was getting good at drinking the baijiu. That's good. By the end of the night, he was asleep. On the, on the kitchen table… And mm-hmm. your boy was hurting… But trying to pretend mm-hmm. like I wasn't that drunk… Because I was trying to impress the mom, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I went to the bathroom… Pulled up my shirt… Because I felt like I was really hot… Uh-huh. And it looked like someone had thrown red paint all over my how body. Oh, that right?
0: Oh, oh it was bad, right. man.
2: The next day? Sp- no, that night… I was starting to get like… Splotches all over my just, body.
1: Just out of curiosity… How did it go with the girl?
2: That was fantastic.
1: Well I tell I'm you… like long term. Mm. Like…
2: Uh, well we're not together anymore. Yeah, okay. I have a
0: feeling I have a feeling though… Have, <laughs> have, a feeling, though that have you heard that that's the test? They drink and they see how you are drunk… Because your true colors come out when you're drunk. Really? Yeah. So they get you drunk. And they want to see. That's so you test.
1: That really? Well mm. I've, heard, I've heard of people being put in that situation before… And completely dropping the ball… <laughs> and being an absolute asshole. Yeah. Like and it's essentially like… I'm getting married. We're getting married. And the dad's like, alright, let's get drunk. And he's like turning around to the- his daughter like two weeks later and saying, you're not getting married to this guy. He's I- a He gets drunk and he he starts, you know, acting out and talking like a bastard. And like just saying things he shouldn't be saying and being disrespectful. And it's like ruined relationships before. Whoa. I, I'm, I, I'm a happy
2: but, drinker. I but, don't-
1: but I think… It, I, I do think there's some sense to it because… Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good I, idea. I've seen people get drunk, and it will ruin families. Like people can really act out when they get drunk, and and that's that's blood talking. You know, when mm-hmm. you have b- blood relationships, people can. Yeah. So.
0: Then you can then you get the guy going like, like the face.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh face. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want <laughs> the face. Yeah,
2: you don't want the person like two drinks in, and they're looking at your forehead <laughs> yeah. rather than your eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's not alcoholism. Is not funny, of course, but. There is just… I really feel like… As much as I've drank… I would have known by now… If I was going to be one of those people… That alcohol was going to destroy. You know? Yeah. And there's just… There's some people… Who the second they have a drink… You can tell. I can see it in their eyes. Like…
1: But also there… They got it. We also… We have moments in life where things change. I find. there. Mm -hmm. I I found in my life… There's periods in in life where you're like… I'm good. I don't need alcohol. I don't need it as a crutch. But then you have some turning points in life. It could be a mental issue you're dealing with. It could be a personal issue or an emotional issue. Where you start… Your hand starts reaching for the bottle more often than not. Mm. To try and help you get through. It becomes a crutch. Mm. And that's where people… You know… It's not just something internal where you rely on alcohol. But there are issues outside of that. External issues where people can… Become reliant on it. So it's not just… By looking at a person you can say that person's got it. You know.
2: Yeah but… Uh, you, you get what I mean though. Like, I know. The, no, I, the absolutely, difference. Yeah, I, I
1: do know what you mean. But it, there's also people have… It could be a turning point And someone can… It's like turning a switch on. Yeah. And it could change for that person. Mm-hmm. Like if you lose someone that you're particularly close to. Like that could just be you falling off the edge.
2: Well, what I'm saying is I think I I drink like someone who lost someone.
1: Are you, like, every you like, week. That? You're like that normally? At least a couple times a week. Oh, oh, and
2: I'm just saying I don't think I got it.
1: Well like, I, I have that. seen that TikTok that you did put up. <laughs> <laughs> but that no, was I a celebratory… That's it. yeah, because well, TikTok kicked to, me off. They, he got banned from TikTok because of that TikTok. What? You did not. Yeah. In first, 30 minutes.
2: And my first day on TikTok… Are you guys being
1: serious? Yeah. yeah. yeah I got
2: banned from TikTok. Dead
1: serious. But I,
2: I got like 10,000 views on my first post. I just did that day. Did you get naked? Yeah. I was New Year's Eve and I, I like covered my stuff. With a wine bottle, but I guess yeah, it wasn't it enough. Was just funny. <laughs> it,
1: did, it didn't look it didn't. like he'd covered it <laughs> It didn't look like it was covered. Um, do you do TikTok? no
2: why why don't you use TikTok?
1: It's a lot,
0: you know I mean, it's a new platform to learn and get on and up, upload it. I mean, nowadays, we live in all the apps we got going on our phone. For me, honestly, it just was it just got to pick up a new app and figure it out and then actually do something. I can't yeah, I can't.
2: It's overwhelming. I thought about it. Yeah. No, can't. It was, it was a sign. TikTok banning me was a sign. I don't need TikTok. <clears throat> you TikTok.
1: You said it. <laughs> so from living in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Hawaii, going backwards and forwards, what brought you into to acting? What took you into that direction? Moved to New York in 97 trying to find
2: myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, really? Yeah.
2: You said that? I want to find myself? Pretty
0: much. I had joined the Air Force after, uh, after high school. I mean I went… I haven't talked about this in a long time. Joined the Air Force. <clears throat> Thought it was a good idea. Wasn't that great? And then uh, got out. And I went back to Hawaii. And I mm-hmm. uh, was uh, going to community college. Trying to catch up on because I'm, I missed so much school. And I got to get to school. And uh, started selling clothes and selling cars and stuff. I was like, "This is not the life I want." I was like, "When I was eighteen, I wanted to go to New York, but I just things happened. I didn't go." So I said, "I know if I go to New York, I'll go to college. I'll figure it out." So I was, three months later, I got I got on the plane and went out there. It was great, greatest decision in my life.
2: And you were waiting. You were waiting tables at the beginning, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, how you, you know? We got we got a one sheet.
1: Was it was New York about acting or was it just about purely? New York.
0: New York. Go to school. Um, uh, uh, go to Wall Street maybe. Get a job down there. Mm-hmm. That's what, That was my plan. That was just get to New York.
2: But a director discovered you while you were waiting tables. Yeah. So I… <clears throat> I
0: uh, Down there it's great. When you get… No internet. 1997. Just coming out of the 80s, 90s. It's just a great time to be in New York City. Mm-hmm. Downtown. The only way that you could find the apartment or get a job is through the Village Voice. Okay? Yep. So you… You'd have to. Are you, you lived over there.
1: You, uh, I've been in New York, but I know the Village Voice. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. So you'd have to wake up real, real early on Wednesday, grab it because it was sold out by seven, eight, eight a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be gone. It's off like the Craigslist. It'd just be on the street. Well, it's it's like
2: well, Craigslist it's, in newspaper form. It's,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, the original.
0: But it the had like page Craigslist. six in there. It had like all the news. But you go to the back section, and it had everything. So I got my first job at Figaro Cafe there or at Scratch actually, and then Figaro Cafe. Then I, I um i never forget I got fired for giving this girl a milkshake. The guy was like, Did you give her a milkshake? I, we hang out after work and have a drink. So I was like, Yeah, we gave her a milkshake. He was like…
2: <laughs> oh, he fired you for giving her a yeah. free milkshake? Yeah. Wow. So I was like, okay. So then I, I was, thought there was something inside the milkshake that got you fired.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> no,
2: no, I thought like a bug or something. I wasn't
0: like the Serpent King. What's that, what's that new movie on Netflix? I have it's idea, But it's, That's crazy. Said- this guy's just always putting the magic potion in the drink. And the person… <laughs> Wow, really? Yeah. Anyway, um, I went down there and then I got a I got a job. I was out drinking. I didn't have a job. And this this waitress said, Hey, you should work at Indochine. I just got a job there. You'd be perfect there. So I went in there. And that place was… It was just… It's just, it just a really, really good place to just develop me and just figure things out. Figure life out. Mm-hmm. And then the director came in that restaurant, Indochine.
2: And he right? just liked the way you looked?
0: Uh, I think so. I think he just… He actually had drinks last week about it, and he said, "Like uh, he was like, yeah, I observed you and like." You know, and he asked me, uh, "I'm I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, casting for a movie. I'm director. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, audition for the film?" I go, no. I was like, "No, I'm not an actor. I don't want." Oh, do that. so you
2: weren't an actor th- until this yeah. guy asked you to be in this yeah. film?
0: Yeah. Wow. And then um, you know, and then and I went back, and everyone else is actors. All the act- Waitresses and waiters… They all want to be actors and stuff. And I was like… You know what? Let me just try and go to this audition. And then… Anyway… So that… Long story short… Did the movie. That director is a big star here. A big director here. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, John H. Lee. E. John. Coming them. And then… Uh, I really loved it. But then it's like… Go to school. Go figure it out. So I went to all these academies and stuff like that. And then… Struggled along the way. And, and it's just… You know, hit, miss, audition, audition, go to school, this and that. Really never got a break.
2: What was it like acting in a a serious movie with no acting experience?
0: Just listen to the director. Every word he says, just do what he says. You know, you've got to really listen. You know, and uh, I just tried to, you know, fortunately I had a director that was an actor's director. You know, Mm -hmm. he took the time to, you know, he knew, he wrote the script. He knew exactly. And he knew what kind of tools I had just from my personality and, and and the way i interact with him with other people mm-hmm. so he kind of you know you know it was it was really good And i was so young you're so young at 23 yeah He's so palpable at 23 right Yeah. so it was, it was it was i think it was i didn't know what the fuck was going on
2: yeah for everybody anybody out there who's like 23 and and thinks that that's the end uh, it just it hasn't even begun, yet. Hasn't
1: yeah. begun yet yeah it hasn't begun yeah it, it yeah. hasn't exactly. begun it has not it, like he, the average kid is just graduating from university yeah. at that age. Yeah. So it really, is the beginning of your
2: twenty three is the new thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> seriously,
0: <laughs> seriously.
2: Really.
1: <sighs> yeah,
0: I can. Yeah, but then what are these? What's up with these thirteen year olds? like going on twenty three. Oh, like yeah. they know everything now. With the with, with your kids, how old are they?
1: Uh, the world is in their four pocket. Four and four and three, and it's like you know, my three year old's like, Dad, can you buy me an iPad? And it's like. You what? Oh. You're already asking for an iPad. Oh. It's a, but like it's just amazing the things they already know what to, what to do and how to do them. It's like
2: the iPad is the new Etch a Sketch.
1: Ser- oh, I didn't even think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Twenty
2: three is a new thirteen. The iPad is the new Etch a Sketch.
1: Ah, oh, this world has gone crazy. It's gone crazy. Yeah. What was the what was the move to Korea? What was the why? Why did you come to Korea?
0: Uh, well, it all started back with that first movie actually. <clears throat> so that first movie was a Korean-American film. Korean-American director. Korean cash. So it's mm-hmm. uh, all funded by… Um, what was it called? Tube Entertainment at the time. And uh, it came over to Busan Film Festival. One best something film. Best oh, new nice. kind of film, whatever. I, was, I went to Busan. That led to TV commercials here. And… Uh, a lot of stuff. 99, 2000, 2001. I did mm-hmm. a movie with Chan Hyuk and uh, Not Chan Hyuk. Uh, uh, Kwon yep Woo. Yep. Um, but we couldn't finish it. Oh really? It was like the first movie we shot… I, I did action school for nine months at uh, Seoul Action School. Mm-hmm. And uh, we lost money. And uh, <sighs> we couldn't get it back. So the production ran out of money. And then I… It was around 2001 or two, and I decided… I'm going to go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Went back to New York. And i pretty much… Ever since then, I would come for a job and go back to New York. Or come, come for a job and go back to LA. I did that for many, many years. Mm. Many, many years. And then in 2012, I got a break in Iris 2. I had done a, little, a couple episodes on Iris 1. But Iris 2 is when… Uh, um, Jung Tae-won Tepunim called me up and he… Well, actually, during that time it was weird because I was doing… Acting was not happening. Mm-hmm. until I was… Auditioning like crazy. It wasn't booking in LA and LA's super competitive. And I said, okay, well, let me go step behind the camera and produce something and figure out if I really like the whole aspect of this business and I'll stay in. Otherwise, I'm at a crossroads here. I'm like 37, 36. I need to figure it out. Got girlfriends, like, my girlfriend's like, what are you going to do? I got mm-hmm. things. I got pressure. And then, uh, so I produced this thing called Broke's a Joke. That's maybe Broke is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> you spent all your money on it? I sold my, my, my truck. I had a 71 Blazer. I had to sell that. Anything. But anyway, that led to being in the Asiana Film, Short Film Festival. And since I was in Korea, they flew us here. And then I called up Jung Tae-won in. But he was like, ironically, Daniel Henney had dropped out of the lead bad guy role. And he said, would you like to be the guy? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So that led to 13 episodes. And that was the first time that I had… Like a character arc and I had like a real role. Mm -hmm. Cool.
1: And you were 36? Since…
0: ninety, like I was 36. Yeah. So I've been doing this stuff from 97-98. That's wild. Yeah. That was my first break after the first first
1: break.
2: Wow. So it took another… 13 years for you to get your second break. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: prior to that… It it had been a lot of backwards and forwards. A lot of flying into Korea to film. Back to the States. Just kind of waiting for opportunities to arise. Just sort of going…
0: Working here and not staying here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh well I'm just going to go back there and try and make it. Or I'm comfortable. You know, life has you or whatnot. You just yeah. go back home. And then… Um, and then uh, around 2016, I just like, you know what? It's nice in Korea. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. And you know, the rat race over there. And LA wasn't really appealing to me too much. And it was just good timing. So I started… Spending more time out here. In 2018, I got my first apartment. and I got a car, and I got settled. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even think about LA. But yeah, I mean, I still audition for things back home. I like, I just did one. I'm preparing for one for tomorrow, and and I did one last week. So I still have auditions. So nowadays, just, just a lot of self tapes. Self tape. Everyone yeah. can
2: self tape now.
0: Yeah. So it's you, do you
2: memorize it every time.
0: I do. Actually, that's funny. that that. Yeah, I'm not the guy that to read it off the page and really. Yeah. yeah.
1: It. it- from my experience, it seems like out, out in the States, a lot of people expect you to have your sides kind of in your hand.
0: Yeah. Well… Yeah. It depends if you want to have it in your hand. For the first read, mm. you can have it in your hand. A lot of times that's better. Because I feel like it's not your best read. You yeah. know, uh-huh. have it in your hands, you use it?
2: And- yeah. I, I tried the other… The reason I asked is because I got asked to do one, an audition for a Netflix thing. Uh huh. And I went in… But I only had two days… But I mem- and I knew I could memorize it because I memorized my rap lyrics quickly. Mm, yeah, and I memorized the whole thing, and they were like, "We can tell that you're just trying to th- remember the lines in your head. You should just read it so that you can actually."
0: Uh, okay, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Focus
2: on the emotion instead of focusing on trying to like remember all of the words. Right, right, right. So I'm I was just really impressed. It's crazy that people can do that.
1: Well, it's like so fast. In in my experience in Australia, they want you to go in. They want you to be off the paper when you go into an audition. So you, you can't have a script with right? you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the audition. But then I've been to the States and I've I've taken classes over there and they're like, they want you to they have the they even want you to look down and come up off the paper. Look down and come up off the paper is what I've been taught. They want you there. to do that? That's what I've been taught. Like it's is that auditioning down. class? Yeah.
0: yeah. I bet to… yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Look down and then come up. Look down and come up. And that's how they were that's how I was taught.
0: That's a great technique though. Because they're teaching you… Hey because it's pilot season right now. You're going to have three, four, five auditions. You're going to have two a day maybe. When it was really mm-hmm. busy back then. And they're gonna, they want you to be able to just have that that technique in grace. Cause, and grace. That, and that's great that you, they were teaching you that. That's great. It's uh, hard.
2: But but you still like to try to memorize everything.
0: I'm terrible doing it off the page. So I just… I have to just know like the whole thing in my head. Mm. You know just trying to figure it
1: out. Oh that's hey, impressive. Hey, hey. That's exactly what it is though, I think. It, it works differently for… Each person has a different way of, of doing it themselves. Yeah. Totally. Like, like some people… If you have a, a great partner to work with, you can do it that way. Some people just get in their head and just memorize it really well. Some people are just really at memorizing things. Yeah. So some yeah. people are just really good at going off the paper. I think it's
0: just technique, right? It's like yeah. what, what works for you. Even acting-wise, what works for you? You know, there's so many different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, which role was that? The one that had the 13 episodes? Irish 2. And then fr- from there, you've just so grateful for that show. That was yeah, great. yeah. And since then, you've you've had a lot of different roles, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. That was uh, then. Uh, uh Descent of the Sun was the that was the big one. Yeah, that was, the, that, was the, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. That was I mean
1: that role. that show was huge internationally. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I'm, Amazing. Like you know, everyone you talk to, Descendants of the Sun, everyone watched that show. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure for yourself that just would have blown up and your like your star value, your your brand mm-hmm. would have just developed because of that. What kind of flow on did you experience?
0: Uh, man, when I finished… Um... Man, I was dead broke when I finished that Descendants that of the Sun. So I, I had to go back to… How to come? Go, just… Um, uh, honestly, there was only so much money that we were getting paid. And Song Jungi got hurt. And then the production went in the next couple of months. So that means my scenes got extended. So I wasn't going to make a lot of money anyway. And then I, I basically came back and I started driving Uber. So I bought a… I got, I got an Uber. I think I never told this story. Whoa. So, I got a, I got, so I started driving Uber when I got back to LA. So I'm gonna do Uber and I'm going to oh. do this. So I'm driving around, you know, doing all, you know, and… And you were I'm, famous. I'm, well, not… Wait, wait. So ha- this the show, show hasn't been to… Ah, been I'm to sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing this in January. Yeah. And then I think it released January 28th or February 28th. Oh, ah, okay. And then it started blowing up, right? And my Instagram was going from 700 followers to like 7,000, 12,000. My friend John Kim's calling me, your Instagram I was like, what, what's… The show it was like, dude, get back here. I'm like… I really can't right now. I'm driving the I'm driving Uber, man. John? Like, <laughs> basketball John? John Kim, yeah. yeah. And so I'm driving. I'm just boom, boom, boom. And then got, and Then people were getting in the car. And they are like, Oh! Oh! And I was like, Okay, I need to get back to Korea, man. I need to get to Korea somehow. This is, gonna, this is ridiculous. I gotta get back. So Whoa. I borrowed like five grand from my mom. And then I, I just flew up. And that was it. Then I went out. I, I stayed. And I went, walked up Gangnam, Yeah. <laughs> and it was crazy. Like everyone… And I, and I was like, Oh, this is nuts. So wow, uh, that that's was, uh, crazy. Yeah, were
2: well, there Korean people in the taxi saying, "Oh, yeah, oh, oh. Well, yeah"? I knew it was like <laughs> a lot of not everyone does that in LA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that had to be a but Korean that, thing. Yeah, right? That's great.
1: That, that must have been a little unusual, like having that happen. It was dude, everything was unusual. Did
2: you
0: like it? Everything was. Did you like it? Uh, yeah. It was. It was like I was. It was a successful show, man. I did something right. Like it was. Like we all did something right. You know… Yeah. Timing was good. You know… Everything kind of worked. Right? And then I'm mm-hmm. so… This business… Timing has to be right mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Everything, everything has to, has to work. Mm-hmm. And then it's got to be successful. Yeah. yeah. So that was… I mean it was huge for everyone.
2: Did you yeah. enjoy being recognized and well-known all of a sudden? <sighs> you know… In the early
0: 2000s… Like I was pretty… Recon- like before there was internet here and I had this… um. Huge TV commercial called uh, UTO UTO, and it was uh, SK Telecom's big small phone. And normally back then they only had um, actors do it, but they had me do it. And uh, dude, it was it was pretty pretty big. And I remember this not being gone from Korea and coming back a couple of years later. And man, fame is so temporal.
1: It's you know, crazy. It's so temporal. Right?
0: They don't. You're hot one minute, you're not the next. So mm. I was. I had experienced that. Yeah. So when I when I, this all this stuff is happening in 2016, I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is great. How can I put myself in the right situation? Mm-hmm. But I know that they're going to forget about you. Which is true. Because after a couple of years, I got, you know, it's like, you're not
2: really… Yeah. No one's… It's a wave, man. It really is. It's, it,
1: it's a I, roller coaster. It, it's like that everywhere. I mean… You, is
2: it like that in every country? I thought it was just… You know what I thought? It, it was just like,
1: it, you look at, I think… You know, for example, look at someone like Tom Cruise. If he stops making movies, Bro, and,
2: everywhere he goes, people are stopping.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once once he starts stops, once he stops making movies and you know takes a break from the public eye, mm-hmm. you know, people are gonna stop recognizing him as much as they are now. What do you think? I, yeah, absolutely. It's all about you have to be maintain a position in the public's eye. You know, you have to. Keep being on television or in film or… If it's music… You have to keep doing something. Yeah. I think to maintain that level… Obviously you're going to have fans who are always going to be there for you. But to kind of be in that mainstream… You, you've got to be doing something at that level consistently. It, look at athletes. You know once you retire… You kind of… You fall off a bit. It, it's always going to be there.
2: It's like every two years I do a, a show that gets me like… Recognized or something. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like a month after it's not on TV anymore, no one stops me. Like some people stop me for music stuff, but it's small.
1: But when I'm doing the shows, it's like you know, almost every day. Because there's so many, there's that many more people watching it. It's just you know, it's mass media, mass media. It has a mass market of people that are actually seeing it. it. It, yeah, that's the way it works.
2: I just always wonder if it's because they're like, Korean people are shy to come up to you if they don't know, if they can't say, like, oh, I saw you on Sign Here yesterday, or oh, I saw you on this, on YouTube Charles, or whatever, that they don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Maybe, I,
1: possibly. That could have a little bit of a, an impact on it. But I think just in general, like, I, I, to I, be I experience on it all the time. If you're not, like, if you take a break, Pete, Like people come up to you and they're like, oh, I don't see you on TV these days. You too? Yeah, like if for example, I was doing radio for a few years, and I wasn't doing TV. And they're like, "Oh, you're not in the in, in the industry anymore." And it's like, I do radio like seven days a week, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, I just thought you were taking a break." No. because they don't see you on television. So we they, that's what like, they expect. Yeah, yeah. the expectation of where you should be yeah. is is mm-hmm. not there anymore.
2: Uh, do you do you have a show out right now? No, but you've got a lot of stuff on Netflix still, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think Wait, there. Mr. Sunshine was yeah. another show that was big for you as well, though. That was yeah. That was that was my first good guy role.
2: Oh first, yeah,
0: first supportive to the, <laughs> the main. Like it, actually doing it for how many years? That was the first time I ever got a role was supporting a, the 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 the, uh, the protagonist role. Yeah,
1: what what what's that like? I mean, being a bad guy, I'd find you get a different reaction from the public as well. Um, like the people come yeah. up and kind of because I find a lot of people kind of get caught up in the drama and tend to kind of forget uh, that you're an actor at times.
0: They can be oh no, well they just oh you were bad. You were <laughs>
1: bad. Yeah, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. But you know, playing the antagonist role, it's, it's sometimes a lot easier because you can do whatever the heck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you gotta do is you know your your main focus is to disrupt everything, get what you want. Yeah. Whereas like, when you're playing with the best friend of the protagonist, you're supporting that guy as much as you can so it was for me it was it was pretty hard but the uh, reaction from people i think doing that role in mr sunshine kyle moore helped people's like whatever they thought of me mm-hmm. it definitely kind of baby helped a little bit they didn't see me such as the evil guy or if, if, I, if I if i came across
2: why do you evil. think you're always know. cast as a, as a bad guy
1: i have no idea dude
2: yeah. Idea. I think you look ni- so the nice. Last, uh,
1: the last thing you want is to get typecast though. Like yeah. it's good, it's good to, to, to play the good guy. You don't want to be the bad guy all the time.
0: And which I played all the time for yeah. 19, 20 years. <laughs> no, you don't yeah. want
1: that.
2: <laughs> have you ever had to get fat or like super swole for a uh, role before? No, not really.
0: I'm not really. I didn't have to really… I, You know, I don't have a, a huge, huge resume actually. you know, For as much as I've been doing this. So I don't think that… I've had the opportunity to have these roles where I need to get really super skinny or super fat or whatever. I hope that they'll come in the future but… I, right now I'm just serving my storyline and the, the whole gambit of the whole show. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still struggling.
1: So what for you would be the perfect role? If you could choose any role to play… What oh, would be the role that. you want to play? That's so
2: It's gonna be like a boxer or something? That's what I always think well, of it, well, when I think about like a transformational really? like, role as a boxer,
1: right? It, I, I don't… Like for me it would be more… It's more of um Less of… See that for me is a physical change. I'm yeah. thinking more of a mental. Like from an actor's perspective it's… Thriller, a true story. A thriller, true story.
0: Yes, yeah, a true story. That really? Is, that would be really cool to get in… To get deep and, into that character. And have to play it yeah. as authentic as possible. That yeah. would be insane.
2: What was no the, What's the documentary about Jim Carrey pretending to be, um, Man on the Moon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, dude, you got to watch that. That is so good.
1: Oh man, mm.
2: he goes so deep into becoming that guy, like pissing his off of his like family and friends and everyone on cast pretending to be Annie Kaufman.
1: It's it, one of the things with roles like that, though. You obviously need a lot of time to prepare. Yeah, yeah. From my experience. With Korean productions, you generally don't get a lot of time yeah, to prepare exactly. for yeah. your roles.
2: Dude, that oh. made me want to be yeah. an actor. I usually watch that for some inspiration. Man on the Moon? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: That You've watched, you've seen. No.
2: You haven't seen that? No. Oh, you guys should definitely watch that.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Let's check it out.
2: That made me want to
1: be one. To be honest, Jim Carrey is, I like, I'm not really high on Jim Carrey. Yeah. So that's the reason I probably like a new Jim Carrey or old Jim Carrey? Just in general. Just in general. Um, I probably should look at it because Robin Williams doing one hour photo, the movie One Hour Photo is one of my favorite films and like one of my favorite performances of all time. Mm -hmm. So when people ever ask me if I was to do a performance, what kind of role would I want to do? Similar question. The first thing that comes to my mind is psychopath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do something like that because. Watching Robin Williams play a psychopath… That transformation of what we expect him from doing Mrs. Doubtfire… To playing a psychopath is… It's 180 degrees. And watching him play that role to perfection is like… That is what an actor does. If they do it well… They need to be able to make that transformation perfect. (laughs) Like without any slight… Like you you can't tell… That that's Robin Williams. Like he's just on point.
2: And it's really a way to like let your guard down completely, right? If you if you're playing that, uh-huh. and you're allowed to just not give a f- what everybody thinks about you and be a total sociopath for
1: it's, months
2: it's, on, that would be a kind of like a freeing experience. I imagine.
1: It's tough. I'd it's imagine. tough though. It's t- it's got to be tough though. Yeah. If if you've got family on fr- family and friends though, like. Yeah. If I had to play the role of a psychopath, your kids would be, te- well, kids be I've terrified. got to go home. I've got to go home to my kids every night, and I've, you got like—you hear about actors that stay in character. No, you can't have a
2: f- iPad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> an <laughs> iPad? I'll buy you a nature sketch. But not well, you hear about people that stay in char- character even when they're at home and when they're with their family, and, and like I, oh. then you hear about people that can switch it on and off, and it's like that's impressive in, in itself. Just to be able to turn it on and off. Those are the real guys. Those are the real deals, man. Those yeah. are the real deals. Mm. You know. Those are the real deals. So… In terms of yourself… What, what's upcoming for yourself? Is there anything in the works? Or is there oh, anything? In terms of yourself… What's upcoming
2: you know? for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm, la- I'm
0: laughing because… Uh, I, just, I just… I'm getting into the Ford's wheel business.
2: <laughs> the what?
0: <laughs> uh, Ford's wheels. For your cars, for your four by fours. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I manufactured some wheels and I just had a meeting yesterday. For Fords? For four by fours. Uh, four for, by fours. For, and, uh, you know, just big, uh, nice wheels. I like cars. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting. You into, designed your own wheel? I designed my own wheel. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I designed my own wheel and went through the whole manufacturing process, design process, all the research that needed to go into it. And then I got lucky. And it, it came out pretty well. I shot the commercial last week. I shot all the still photos. Now I got a… And then just had a meeting yesterday with a 4 by 4 A guy that does all Jeeps. Mm-hmm. And um, and we talked about the possibility of me supplying wheels for him. Because right now he gets wheels from the States. I'm like, well, maybe you we can do this. So I'm kind of involved in that right now. Cool. And wow. uh, and that's it, man. I mean, I'm, I did a sunglass collab with this uh, great dreamer. And um, just… Other than that… Rolls only come up every once in a while. So now I'm trying to do this stuff. And then yep. whatever does come up in the future, I'm doing a narration for Hyundai Racing, WRC. Mm-hmm. They're killing it right now. They yeah. are absolutely killing it with their uh,
1: That's rally rally cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm doing some narration. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the script. Dang it. I've been waiting. Oh. I gotta put that thing up on Monday. And I need I don't know about you, man, but I need some time with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's about it for me right now.
2: That's cool. That's the, awesome. that's the way of the future. I think you have to be doing tons of different stuff. Yeah, you know you can't just. That's why I love doing. I love doing this podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like when people ask me what I what I do. I used to just say I'm a rapper. Now I'm like I'm do podcasting, do some YouTube, you know, play right? some hoops.
1: Yeah. It's it's perfect if you've got the uh, doing the the wheels though because uh, Ford's got the they're bringing the Bronco out soon. So there's some. Uh, Nice uh, SUVs and four wheel drives coming out in the near future, so yeah, perfect timing for that.
0: Exactly, that's what the guy said because he's the the new Ford uh, Bronco is going to have the Ford Ranger chassis, mm-hmm. so it's very easy to interchange tra- and it swap out. Oh yeah, you know, you know, and it's going to look <laughs> and it's
1: that's a great looking car, and I think that car is going to be incredibly popular. You can yeah. pop the pop the doors off the. That pop the oh, roof wow. off it. So it's gonna be like one of those great cars. Are you getting just, one? I'm I was actually as soon as it the release came up, I was I just bought a new car and I was looking at it, I'm like, oh dear me. I just bought a new car. And then I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, the car I've got now is kind of big. Maybe I sell this car and and change it because it just feels like a fun car. Oh, it looks amazing. Just feels like it'd be a fun car just to have. Just You know, I've got two kids, and I think they'd love to drive around in a car like that when the weather's good. Heck yeah! Take the the doors off, take the roof off, and yeah, I'm seriously considering it right Mm. now. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, In terms, just briefly, in terms of um, acting, are you looking at getting into the behind cameras production?
0: Production, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, What am I doing? I I directed a, a commercial for 4Win. It's a, it's a sports clothing brand. About mm-hmm. a, almost, almost shoot, about a year ago. And I have this other production company. We did some behind the scenes for Buha. And mm-hmm. things like that. We did some some uh, making of the song and all that stuff. And you know… Slowly moving more towards… Just keeping busy man. Just keeping busy. Cool, you know. man.
2: Well thanks for making time for us. Thank That's you. Great. That's Thank
1: the way you. to be. I, you know it's, it's great to see that you're… There are a lot of… You, when you talk to people in the industry, it, it is a difficult industry.
2: Oh, yeah. Because
1: it, it's, not a jo- it's not a job where there's always regular work on. So you have to keep yourself busy. And you have to find projects. And you have to put yourself out there. And it's great to see that you're actually being proactive and doing that. Because Thanks, yeah, man. otherwise, yeah. you you tend to sit around and twiddle your thumbs more often than not.
0: And waiting for that phone call can be a really lonely island. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: That's yeah. the hardest part with this job. Yeah. yeah it's uh,
0: great to be out here with you guys. I love it.
1: It's cool. Yeah. Thank David, you, David. Thank you for joining us. Uh, right now is the perfect opportunity. If there's anything else you'd like to plug now, oh, the time plug, to plug
0: anything. Yeah. Um,
2: where can the people find you?
0: Where can you find me? Uh, find me on Instagram, I guess. My full name, David Lee McInnes, McInnis, M C I N N I S.
2: There we go. That's it. Yeah. Thanks once awesome. again, man. Appreciate you coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you for joining
1: yeah. us. Don't forget, you can find us on the YouTube at the Dive Studios. You can find us on Instagram at Dive Studios as well. You can also listen to us on Spotify Podcasts or Apple Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all the reviews you send in, especially those with. Five stars. Thank you very much, everyone. David, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye, guys.
0: You guys are awesome.